All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Overtime. And I just want to uh, start by shouting out all the haters. Three weeks. Certain individual said I was going to come back and then disappear again. We're here three weeks in a row. Yes. Yes, we are. And we're going to carry on. It's been difficult. It's late right now. I'm tired. My eyes are red. But we're here. We're here giving our best. And we got the man himself. We got the president of Congo. We got H in the cut. Yes, yes, yes. What are you saying? Come on, bro. No governments today. No governments today, yeah? <laughs> no governments. Today we're actually going to do it. We're actually going to do it. No governments today. <laughs> but let's get straight into it. So today we have kind of like an interesting topic. And it's the perfect Christian. So... I think I'd just start off by asking, like, hey, what do you, what, when you think perfect Christian, what comes to your mind? I don't think there's anything so, so perfect Christian, you know. Uh-huh. Me personally, that's my opinion. There's no shame in the past for Christian. I feel like a lot of people get it mixed up when they think of perfect Christian, you know. So they're, they're expecting you to have no flaws. They're expecting you to have no. You can't make mistakes. You're a perfect Christian. You can't make no mistakes. I feel like it's, it's in general within within Christianity. I feel like people mm-hmm. think you need to be perfect. You say you you say that you're a Christian, or oh, people think you're straight. Oh yeah, you're not allowed to drink. You're not allowed to swear. You're not allowed to. Um, what's the word? Fight, fight. You're not allowed to trip. You're not allowed yeah. to sit down. You're not allowed mm-hmm. to um, go to a family party. You're not allowed to. People think this. People have this. Um, what's the word? Narrative like, of, uh-huh. of of Christians in general. They feel like people. You have to be perfect. You can't make mistake in your speech. You can't do this. Blah blah blah. I ain't gonna lie to you. When you look at the Bible, you tell me one perfect person that you see there. It's true. If you deeply tell me one perfect person. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's go example. Moses, he was stuttering. He stuttered he someone, and then exactly he stuttered. He killed someone, and mm. and he disobeyed God. Yeah, yeah. Sam, uh, what's his name? Samson. You don't even need to speak about Samson. We know how what he did. David, mama slept with a girl and then killed the girl's husband. Mm-hmm. So, um, Solomon, my brother had a thousand wives. Abraham. The amount of stress that man must have gone through. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? So, um, like, you you name one perfect Christian. Let's go um, Peter. Peter betrayed betrayed Jesus. Well, not betrayed, but, you know, denied, denied Jesus three times. times yeah. Um, Paul. Paul, he, he killed people for a living, bro. Well, not for a living, but he killed. He yeah. went there and killed Christians. He killed Christians, and it is what it is. You tell me where where he was, that he was perfect. He went after he was, converted. Man was, be- man was still beefing other, other apostles. Yeah, I'm trying to say, even exactly uh-huh. my point, exactly. I even yeah. after he converted, he was still, mm. he was still, what's the word? Um, exactly. But I feel yeah. like people, for me personally, me personally, I'll say, a perfect Christian is someone that's true to themselves and true with their relationship with God. Me personally. Mm-hmm. Why do I say that? It's because, I, me go being in church for, for you know being in church now for eight years and I've seen people that were you know one way when they were when they were unconverted but then they became another way when they became when they when they converted 
Mm-hmm. Not in a not in a bad way. What I mean, as in, say example, I was beating for myself. I was bold enough when I was when I was unconverted. I was bold enough to carry knives. I was bold enough to sleep around. I was bold enough to get girls pregnant. I was bold enough to do all of these things. So yeah. why is it that now I come to God, I'm more timid. I'm timid to go out to evangelize. I'm timid when he speaking talk. Ten people come to the church. No, nah, bro. I'm gonna keep the exact same energy, the exact same everything, the exact, mm-hmm. the exact same boldness that I had when I was unconverted. It has to be the exact same bonus I have to have, I have to have for the work of God. You know what I'm trying to say? And it, yeah. the, the biggest example of that is, what's his name? Paul. Yeah. My brother. Like man's, said, man's energy did not change. <laughs> his energy didn't change. He just uh-huh. he channeled his energy into something different. Yeah, for real. You know what I'm trying to say? He channeled his energy into something different. This is the same brother that jumped on a horse, was going there to kill brothers, to kill some mm-hmm. other people. But that guy, that exact same energy that he did that, he was going and preaching the gospel. There was a part where my man got beat. He got beat up. Yeah, he got he got knocked out. They thought he was dead. They drugged him out of the city. But what did he do? He stood up and went back into the exact same city. Exact same mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. So I I think a perfect Christian is somebody that's true with with them within themselves and with their, with their relationship. God, me that's me personally. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I hear that. I feel like, um. I feel like that that term in itself is just very broken. But I feel like people have that perception of a perfect Christian. It's like everything that you said, it's like, that's what people expect. And especially it's like, if you're not of faith, if you're not of, like if someone's just not a Christian and they look at a Christian, they have just these high standards. And it's like kind of like what we said last week about, um, being a Christian, it's like you're meant to be a good testimony. Yeah. And it's like people kind of, I don't want to say misinterpret that and then give people like like an excuse or like a reason to go out and do madnesses and to do all of this stuff and be a bad testimony. No, but it's like it's like because of that standard that is expected from us and that standard in which we need to uphold as Christians, it's like that kind of image. And mentality is kind of like gets very distorted. And I completely agree with you. Like, I don't believe that there is a perfect Christian. And there's a, oh, what, what is, there's a term. There's a term. I remember, I remember there's a term and a lot of churches, they're preaching moralistic. That's it. That's it. Have you ever heard of the term moralistic, like moralistic preaching? So basically, yeah, so basically, um, have you watched American Gospel? Nah, don't so watch so. it. Watch it, bro. It's absolutely dope. Like it's really like the way that they break down the gospel, the true gospel, and like all of these different interpretations and these distorted visions that people have and these distorted preachings, like the it's, prosperity it's like a documentary. gospel. Yeah, it's like a documentary. I think I have. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they and then they talk about like Joel Osteen and stuff like that. And like mm-hmm. his mega church and how Oprah hates Christianity, but somehow she loves him. Like, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's questions. Uh huh. But it's like, there's this moralistic preaching that gets passed on to a lot of people. And I feel like that's also what impedes people from giving their life to God, because it's like, you have this mentality of it's like, in order for me to be a good Christian, I have to be a good person. But the Bible says only the father is good. And it's like, not only that, there's more to it because there's people out there in this world that 
are genuinely very good people. They're people that they like, how can I say it? They, they give to charity. Yeah, yeah charitable deeds. Yeah. They're just very nice people. Like I've met people in life that they're just very, very, very good people. But that doesn't mean that they're a Christian. That doesn't mean that they're Christ-like just because they're good. It's a lot more to that. So it's like there's this whole a moralistic kind of preaching that people say, just be good, be good, be good, and you'll be saved. But it's not that because, first of all, being good is impossible. But there's just that whole like kind of thing that just gets passed on. And I feel like also as Christians, we also tend to, to kind of unintentionally show that to other people. If that makes sense, like I remember, like for instance, for those of you that don't know, like me, like my parents, like my dad's a pastor. So obviously I grew up looking at my father as if he was perfect because he was a man of God. And it's like he wouldn't show his problems, if that makes sense. He went through struggles. He wouldn't show it to me. So in my mind, it was like, he's perfect. Something's wrong with me because I have my problems, because obviously you know your own problems, isn't it? And I feel exactly. like, so that that there in itself, and that's also like one reason why I kind of also wanted to have this episode and to also like kind of speak on this topic as well, is like to kind of highlight that as well, where it's like people may look to others and see perfection, look to others and see they're perfect or they're able to do something that I can't do or you can't do. And it's a thing of where people need to understand what it means to be a true Christian. Once you understand what a true Christian is, that mentality of a perfect Christian just gets thrown out of the window. Because you understand through scripture that that goal is not, it's not attainable. It's not attainable. So stop trying to be perfect. Stop trying to be good. Just serve Christ. And it's like what you were saying about um, a perfect, like a quote unquote perfect Christian to you is someone that is like, was it, do you say that, that they're true to themselves and also true to God was, was. Yeah. True. Yeah. True within themselves and true within their relationship with God. Yes, exactly. Truth, true within yourself and true with your relationship with God. It's like, once you're a true Christian, Yo, my mind literally just went blank. <laughs> like, literally, you know, like, it's like a wind just came and just took everything. Like, yeah, I had something that I was trying to get onto. What was I saying again? Yeah. So. You have a clean conscience. In the sense of where, yes, we're all sinners, but you no longer live in sin. You're no longer actively sinning. You're no longer going out of your way and committing those sins. It's like, for instance, like if I say something now to someone, they're offended. That's a sin. Did I do it intentionally? No. That's why every night I go on my knees before I go to bed and I ask for forgiveness because sometimes we sin unintentionally because it's, it's nature, it's flesh. Like it's flesh. The, the standards of good and evil have been distorted and everyone has their own standards. So maybe to one person I have done evil, I didn't even know. But once you get to that point of you have that clear conscience, you now enter into that realm of being a true Christian. And once you're there, 
it's like to people that can't understand that people that aren't in the same mind frame as you it looks impossible that's when you look to people and it's like i can't do what they're doing i can't obtain salvation i can't obtain a relationship with god i can't be that perfect christian but it's like no one is perfect that makes sense yeah and it's mad because when you think about it some people might even listen to this and say oh yeah we're not true christians because of the way that we speak or like say example earlier on i was just saying i'll say brother mm-hmm. yeah stuff like that but the reason why i do I can speak full more if I want to. I can tell you, I can say full words. I can say every single thing. But the reason why I speak the way I do, because yeah, I try to speak those who not everybody on this, not everybody likes it in that way. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Where my goal is to attract, to, to attract people that want, that also speak in the same way to listen. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? But, but for me, my conscience is clean. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm doing what I'm, I'm doing, what I'm going to do. I'm sharing the gospel in the way that I got to share the gospel. And it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't like, if you don't like the way man speak, if oh, sorry, if you don't like the way I am speaking, I'll go. Let me go to the formal. If you do not like the way that I am speaking, sir, just don't listen to us, innit? Go about your way. Go about your day. Have a brilliant day. You know, I'm speaking a formal way. Maybe for you, if, for you that's listening there. But I know, man. Like I said, true Christian. I live by. I literally live by this model. If for me, if I'm not true to myself, I can't be true to God. Mm-hmm. I, I always say this if I'm not true to me there's no way that I can be true to God it's simple if you, if you as an individual you put on a front in front of other people you put on this thing you have two different personas in front of other people you're fake you're fake to yourself in general how could you be real to God how can I say I'm a Christian but yet when behind closed doors I'm doing madness Nobody, nobody can see. There's people out there that literally look like suit, tie, Bible under their armpit. Path. You can, you, you mm-hmm. can't see no flaws in them. But then behind closed doors, it's like they complete they're completely opposite. Some, the complete mm-hmm. opposite. But in, on the outside, people look at them. Oh, yeah, that's a true Christian because of the way he. What's the word? Carries himself, presents himself. Yeah. The way he presents himself, carries himself. But then it's like me, I can buck, I can buck through the tracksuit and call myself a Christian. No one will believe it because yeah, he is in a tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, literally, I was literally about to stuff with us. So I oh, wow. Man. I mean, a tracksuit, do rag. People just think madness. You know, mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Be me perfect. Like be true to yourself. Yeah. Be to God. That's what. That's you won't be perfect. That's definitely not what you'll be. And because... also, and also, even like with that, that also comes down to like personal views. Like I know people that once they gave their life to Christ, it was like I will never wear a tracksuit. Then people that are like, why would I stop? Do you get what I'm saying? And it kind of goes back yeah. to like the whole thing of where it's like standards there's not one i can't say that there's not one set standard because there's the bible live by the bible standards but then it's like with individuals everyone's faith is different you can't measure your faith by looking at someone else you can't measure your sins 
by looking at someone else. Do you get what I'm saying? And I feel like yeah. also that's even how a lot of people get into problems as well, where it's like you will look at a fellow Christian and be like, oh, if they're doing this, I can do that as well. If they're not doing this, I can't do that as well. So it's like your faith has now become dependent on the faith of others. You're now yeah. looking to others and other standards to try and build your faith upon it instead of you looking to, to scripture, looking to the word. Yeah, exactly. And you see, I would like what you mentioned about tracksuits. Example, I, I love wearing tracksuits. Why? Because, bro, I wear jeans every single day. Like every single day I go work. Tracksuit is just something that's comfortable. But, but I have this thing of, I don't wear grey tracksuits. Why? Because out there, grey tracksuit means something else. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, with a grey tracksuit. I don't know if you've ever, I, you know what I'm on about? Yeah. If you if you know, you know. Like, but uh-huh. because in my conscious, I'm aware of this. Yeah. If I if I rock a grey tracksuit, me personally, I will feel uncomfortable because I know I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Because I've I've acknowledged it. But uh-huh. for somebody else, for somebody else today, grey tracksuit is going to be calm. They rock a grey tracksuit, do what they're doing. But for me yeah. personally, that's see that's my preference. Uh-huh. But then, for some like you like you said, well, it's based on the person, mm-hmm. based on the person's standards. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to say my standard, my standards different from your standard. Maybe you'll rock yeah. a great tracksuit and you're fine with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to say I can't come to you and say, oh yeah, you're not a Christian because you're rocking a great tracksuit. You know what these people say about great tracksuits. You know this and that, brother, but I can't. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's your standard. But my standard mm-hmm. is like, yo, I can't. I can't bump and roll with a great tracksuit because I know now people's eyes are not going to be where they need to be. <laughs> this is like <laughs> that's the best way I could pull it. You know what I'm yeah, I can't bump and roll like that. But uh-huh. it's based on the personal standard. Yeah, no, for that's real. that's that's the exact mm-hmm. same way with Christian with like Christianity. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, like sometimes, sometimes I can say something to me. It's like yo. I can say something to you in a certain way. You won't take it to offense, but I can say, say the exact same thing to another person, the exact same way I said it to you. That person yeah. will take it to offense. I could like it or not commit the sin because I offended the person. For but that doesn't do mean that doesn't mean. Go on. Do you do you ever like just wonder what life would be like? Like if we just all had the same, if we had God's standards of good and evil, like if Listen, Adam yeah. and Eve never ate the fruit. No, and listen. Everyone yeah. had the same you, standard. If if God could could take me right now and put me in the Garden of Eden before Adam ate that thing, all up, <laughs> Adam would have got it straight in his chin. I mean, listen, yeah, you know what the future is going to bring for the rest of the world because of your yeah. madness. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll put him to sleep. I will literally put him to sleep. I don't Do you know? Care. I actually, I actually saw a quote. <laughs> I saw a quote. Someone said something, and they were like. Adam could never imagine that through one bite he would have caused so much chaos. So much chaos. So much just problems, just so much division, just so much hatred. Just so and even even confusion. And imagine the even following scripture. Following Christ. The mm-hmm. They did they did that. 
when they were perfect. Yeah. If you did that, if they were perfect, they had they didn't know they didn't know sin. Mm-hmm. They didn't know right from or yeah, they didn't know right from or they didn't know wrong wrong didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So they were they were there were, there were no flaws in them. God made them straight perfect. Because perfect. the Bible says I made I'm making man in my own image. So if I'm, mm-hmm. if God's gonna make me in his image, he ain't gonna put me he ain't gonna put flaws inside of me, is he? Yeah. But then it's like yeah, Eve Eve should get banged in her chin. <laughs> Adam Adam like yo, Adam, your waist went I ain't gonna lie to you. If I could if a catch on road is what is it? I'm done. I'm actually done. I'm actually done. I'm actually done. <laughs> nah, for real. I, I don't like have 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 you seen I don't know if you've seen that post yeah where it's like um school lunchtime table and it's like which table you're gonna sit at and then there's like different Bible characters. And then on one table, there's Adam and Eve. Someone showed it to me. They're like, where are you sitting? I said, I'm sitting with Adam and Eve because I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions for these men. Because like, why? Like, why? You used to walk in the garden with God. God used to come and walk with Adam. Do, do you know what that is, bro? Like, do you know what that is? Like, the privilege. The privilege to be in, to literally be in perfection. Not just him being per- perfect, but also everything around him being perfect. Everything. everything. Not having to worry about issues, about problems, about life. Just everything is calm. Do I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to make sure you get to work on time? Because right now in this life, that's one of the, the things that I hate the most <laughs> is waking up early. Because I can never catch up on sleep. I've been tired since I've been 12. Like, <laughs> Just to have that... that, that the opportunity to just be with Christ and be perfect is actually ridiculous. And it's mad, like, because when you're deep in all of this, is like, God, God is so perfect in a way where he, even in that garden, he gave them free will. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? They had the, they were free to go touch the, touch it or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And, yeah, man, I just... I, I don't like talking about them to I ain't gonna lie to you, you know. It's like, it gets on my nerves every single time I speak about Adam and Eve. But you know what it is? It, uh, it is what it is, isn't it? Uh-huh. They're just grateful that no one can remember anything when they get to heaven. Oh, let's, As if let's not, they would have been made it. Let's, go, let's hope they even made it. Uh-huh. Let's hope they even made it, man, because the Bible doesn't say anything about them repenting. That's true. Adam and Eve, let's hope you made it, man. For real, for real, for real. But real, perfect, Christ, perfect Christian, man. I don't know. Perfect Christian. I'm, not, I'm a perfect Christian, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> it's true, it's true. If you think that you're a perfect Christian, DM us. You're proud. You're, no, no, you're <laughs> proud. You're proud. If you think you're a perfect Christian, you are proud. I was going to tell him to teach poor. me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to I've, teach got, me. I've got my notepad ready. Tell you, <laughs> I want to hear these tips, man. I want to hear these tips. Whatever For you real. do, you must have wings, everything, man, flying up in the sky. Everything. You must not have a bad day. No, for real. Yo, me, I have a bad day. Don't talk to me. If you call me, I don't care. <laughs> but you know. If, yeah, if you're perfect, I want to know you, man. 
So I want to know what you're doing. I want to know what you're eating. I want to know how your day, how you're planning your day. Because I ain't going to lie to you. My day right now, my schedule's so mad. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my life at the yeah, moment. But yeah, I want to know what you're doing. If you're Bro, perfect, teachers, let me know. Teachers, 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 teachers. And also, don't, don't allow your views and your standards to, to be moralistic. Don't ever try to achieve salvation or achieve a relationship with God with good deeds. Don't ever try to work yourself up and be this perfect individual because it's not through yourself that you were saved. It is through Christ. It is through God. It is through his actions. It's not through our strengths. We're not worthy. We don't deserve. But he died so that we can have this opportunity so don't allow yourselves to be caught up with this with this mentality. Don't put this fear in your mind. Just keep your standards based on scripture. That's literally exactly. how I live my life. People ask me, are you going to do this? I said, does the Bible say I should do it? Yes, or I will no. do it. Does the Bible say no? So I won't do it. To this day, I don't even eat chorizo, bro. <laughs> you don't eat what? I don't eat chorizo. Why? The Bible says we can't have things with blood in it. Someone told me chorizo has blood in it. What's chorizo? Is that that, that red sausage in it? Yeah, the little red sausage. I, I don't eat it, bro. I, I mean, well, me personally, I don't eat it. I don't <laughs> eat it. The virus, I said, nah, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> but just set your standards based <laughs> off of scripture. And if you do that, and if you set your standards based on scripture, if you look to scripture, if you look to Christ to be like him, you will be not the perfect Christian, but you will be a true Christian. Don't yeah. strive to be a perfect Christian. Strive to be a good Christian. If you don't know what it means to be a Christian, read the New Testament. Read the letters to the churches. Read what Paul oh, wrote. Because yeah. he read. teaches, he breaks it down and he explains to you what it means to be a Christian. I think we should do you an episode, a, yeah, on how to read, to read the text. Bible. Uh-huh. You got, I'm sorry. You have to read. If you want to know how to, from the book of Acts to Revelation, mm-hmm. the books there teaches you. Even though, actually, there's something to miss out the Gospels. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You can't miss out the Gospels because the, you need the to New Testament teaches you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got from Matthew to Luke. No, sorry. Matthew, yes, Matthew Luke, yeah, Matthew to Luke, yeah. Matthew to Luke that teaches you who Christ was, who teach you Christ's ministry. Mm-hmm. Them four books there, you can't, you cannot, you cannot try and read Acts without knowing what came before that. Yeah. Acts, Acts is the Acts of the Holy Spirit. So this is the ministry of the Holy Spirit from the book of Acts till today. It's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You get what I'm trying to say? So yeah. you need to know, if you want to know how to be, how to be not the perfect, but how to be a Christian. It teaches you there. The Bible is it's a manual. It's a literally manual. If you go IKEA and you buy a bed, you're gonna get instructions. If you don't follow the instructions, your bed's gonna be mad. If you follow the instructions, your bed's gonna come out in the way that you want it to come out. Mm-hmm. Don't exactly follow the instructions. The you make a cupboard. <laughs> no, guys, guys, because if, if you could actually see. This guy's face, right now, he's dying. He wants to go to bed. 
This is what I'm saying. We give our best. You don't know what we go through for these episodes. We give our best. <laughs> give our best. <laughs> the Bible is the exact same way, man. Literally. It's like you, you're, going to buy, you're going to buy a cupboard from Ikea. That's what you think of. The instructions mm-hmm. is the Bible. Beginning to end. You do, it pr- you do it properly. You get the final result. It's true. And another thing is be true to you. Be true to yourself. Don't try to be like everybody else. Be true to you, who you are, how you like to dress, how you like to walk, how you like to talk. Be true to you as long as your, as long as your morals are to the Bible. Mm-hmm. As long as you know you're not doing anything contrary to your belief, anything contrary to the Bible, anything contrary to, you know, being a Christian, then do what you got to do. Real, as long as you know you're saved, you're cautious when you die. Amen. Go about your, go about your day. That's the truth. That is the honest truth. So guys, don't be trying to be a perfect Christian. Be a true Christian. That's Anybody that tells you they're perfect, they're fake. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Run. Run, yep. run the opposite way. I don't try and be like anyone else because it's going to get to a point when that person won't be there. You'll be alone, face in the face of sin. That person isn't yep. going to be there for you. What's going to happen? You need to be, as Herbie says, true to yourself. You need to know yourself so that you can overcome as well. And just before we go as well, just remember, Satan thought he was perfect. You know, the color he is. For real. For real. On that note, I've been H. He's been Mr. Fantastic. And we're over and out. Have a nice evening, guys. Peace. Peace. Bye.